Welcome to our podcast, Today is Weird. We are your hosts, Rhea and Alex. Two friends living in the mountains of Asheville, North Carolina, talking about how intuition operates and when things get weird. Weird. Okay, so, (laughs) big topic. We are talking today about 2020, a glimpse in the future year ahead of us. Well, I guess yes. we got one month under our belt. Yeah, which one felt like six. <laughs> no, I know. Everyone's been moving at a very, it feels like a lateral pace where you're not, you know, you're not li- linear traveling, you're just going sideways. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Most definitely. <clears throat> Lots of naps. Lots so, of naps. Let's, let's break it down a little bit. I was hearing a lot of predictions um, last year about how this year was going to be a big wave. Everyone kept talking about it might be a wave of energy, it might be an actual tsunami. They were kind of predicting lots of dark, heavy stuff. You sent me an article that was a date in January that had similar astrological mm-hmm, mm-hmm. lineup to like 9-11. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so lots of shadow stuff, right? Yes. And I mean, obviously we don't know for sure. This is kind of just us tapping into what we're feeling and kind of gathering from the information we're looking at. Yeah. <clears throat> but I was talking to my mother about it quite a bit, and you also, and it does feel like there's kind of a lot of darkness surfacing. And again, darkness isn't bad or malicious necessarily. It's just shadow stuff. So things that we hide, um, obviously some of the political uh, charge that's going on right now is because everything's kind of being unearthed and it's like the tilling of the soil. Everything's kind of coming up to the surface, but it's intense, right? So to me, it makes sense, kind of this energetic wave. It feels like a a really intense undercurrent of kind of darkness and edginess that's going on. And from what I've been reading is like, if you can own up to it and use it for your advantage, then you're golden. That's the whole idea is kind of um, adjusting to the intensity and allowing it to be intense, like riding the wave, kind of, you know, getting in your power. So my mom and I were talking a lot about getting a flotation device. (laughs) Basically setting up your flotation device, which is your safety net, right? So, um, you know, if you create your own boat, right, which could be a balance of self-care and also keeping your mind right, doing some shadow work, um, not being scared, not operating out of fear, but instead operating out of courage and, okay, I can do this, we got this, or, you know, tapping into your guides, whatever you need to kind of feel like you're either with the current or ahead of it, but also um, this idea of you got to put your mask on first. (laughs) Yeah. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to kind of be flailing and drowning and it's that whole idea of you can't let other people bring you down. You got to keep your positive mindset and consciousness in a forward motion and kind of work with the intensity. Have fun. If you've got, you know, if you've got a noodle, you have a fun time. You can hang out in the water. <laughs> it can be choppy waves. You're like, I'm good. I got my energy. I'm set, you know? So figure out what that flotation device is for you that's kind of that balance that you constantly are checking with yourself. Like, is it in tatters or is it intact? Am I okay? Yeah. Um, but I'd be curious kind of, yeah, for you to speak a little to what we've been talking about um, in this whole idea of what's happening in 2020. It does feel yeah. very shady, I guess. 
Yeah, yeah, it feels very, so there are, um, and I always want to preface not an astrologer, but there are lots of astrological aspects this year that are pushing people forward um, towards different things. And I think that it's the push that's kind of interesting, because if you think of that word, there's also an interesting pull which I love that analogy of water because I think there's a lot of like the floodgates are open, like the, you know, like, and like, are you prepared? Do you have your flotation device? Are you standing right at the mouth of the floodgates? Like, don't do that. Like be like, understand the flow of water. And if you think of water and tarot, water and astrology, it's Piscean, it's Scorpio, it's cancer, it's emotions, it's the cups. Yeah. It's very much this idea of understanding what fills your cup, understanding Mm -hmm. what water and flow is in your life, um, because there's a lot of... And then also, like, you think of, like, you know, like, one of the scariest meditations I do, because I'm a nerd and I like to meditate into different places, and is, like, thinking of, like, being in the depths of the ocean. Like, I'm a double Pisces. That's my sun and rising. So it's, like, this idea of, like weird shit exists at the bottom of the ocean. You have, like, those scientists that discover, like, the weird, you know, little creepy crawlies, and, like, yeah. you can't One's see them. dark down there. It's dark, yeah. yeah. You know, and you have to have, like, the technology and the understanding to, like, live in that world and be a part of that world. Right. And I think there's, like, a lot of people understanding what type of dive they want to do. Do you want to do a deep dive into your world and into your life? Do you want to let go of the the bricks you've been carrying around for decades, Mm -hmm. possibly like, and like, I think that the, like in terms of the ethers, so we can think of our thoughts right in their ether zone. This is also related to to Tarot too, the, the metal of the sword, the, the, the swords are that ether zone, that layer. And so you can think of too, like if you're, if you're working through things in the ether layer, you might also be like interacting with different sources around you. So like you might see things in your peripheral vision that feel kind of like, again, no judgment. We'll use the word dark for clarity's sake, but um, uh, like, you know, feel like they're from possibly like another planet, another place. Like there's some astrolo- like <clears throat> planetary, not to get, well, here we are. Today is weird. Galactic things going on that I think are some like, galactic battles that I think are also like things are seeking refugee, you know, like coming to the, the, um, earth that don't, don't typically is what I'm seeing. Can too. you explain a galactic <laughs> battle, please? Because I actually don't know what you're talking about. I, 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 know, I was like, wait, did I just get that weird? I could come uh, up with an image. Uh, I would love to, you know, but I'm getting um, like Battlestar Galactica. At this yeah. Point, stuff like that. Y- yeah. Just, um, uh, well, like the, there's energies in space operating. Yeah. A right now. really, really clear one that people talk about a lot are the Pleiadians. They are some, you know, they, they connected and they, they're just in a battle right now. Like, I feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, this is like a whole rabbit hole, but, but it's like the, without going into the deep dive of it, it's a lot more of like understanding, like the room is crowded right now. It's kind of like we're in an elevator going up to the 10th floor or down to the first floor. If we want to really think about this year, we're going to the basement really. Uh, yeah. And yeah. (laughs) And like the basement. Everyone keeps getting on the elevator and you're like, no, there, more people can't fit on this elevator. What is happening? And like the panic starts to set in. Like, 
And so I think that there's a lot of people turning to different resources they haven't been used to. I would put like mediumship in there too. Like there's a lot of people who are really trying to start to face their their darkest fears. Um, And so in the ether zone, that can look like activity. People who typically, I'll say this, wouldn't believe in, in things existing in the ether zone, maybe like having paranormal experiences. But, you know, I think, I think that not to get again too dark uh you know I I think there are a lot of souls that are choosing to exit in 2020 and so we I I say this honoring the grief process knowing too we got a lot of baby boomers on the earth right now yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of people (laughs) who choosing to leave choosing choosing to to leave. leave yeah they're they're they they have an exit which we all have different exits throughout our life and we can say yes I choose to go at this time and there are a lot of people who are who are like okay my ticket um is up and I'm ready I'm ready to go well, and that's what I have been kind of shifting more into because there was a moment where I got a little scared uh, saying, okay, this feels intense. Are we going to really start, you know, a massive war again? Is this going to be famine? And it, obviously we're already dealing with environmental backlash, but is yes. it going to completely ramp up? Maybe, but I, I've been reading um, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, which is a great book. Uh-huh. Pretty dense, but like in a great way. And there was one part where he's talking about when Christopher Columbus discovered a new world and how it was a Copernican revolution, which means everything changed, but nothing changed at the same time. Mm -hmm. And that clicked for me where I really feel like that's what's happening. Everything's changing on a deeper level that's not necessarily tangible. I don't think that it's going to become incredibly dark or, you know, I think it's more this consciousness shift and it's hard to track. How does that happen? How do more people wake up? I don't know, but things like Kobe Bryant, certain people that are leaving the earth makes us realize what really matters to us. Things happen like that, that, that kind of shed light on what matters. And it seems like that's kind of what's going on, that Mm -hmm. people are starting to wake up to their gifts. They're starting to explore more. And it makes sense. We're so disconnected from each other at this point with technology that it's a natural innate kind of reaching for one another again through meaning through spirituality through whatever that looks like for you that's going to shift the consciousness in a way that everything changes and yet everything's still the same yeah i don't know and that connects to to like snake energy i mean i would put snake i know it's the year of the metal rat in chinese in the chinese new year that, that we just had um, and it's interesting to think of, like, I don't actually know if snakes eat rats. I know they eat they mice. Do. So, yeah. I mean, I so, um, And, you know, and Kobe Bryant was the, the yeah. mamba. You know, he did Black pass mamba. on, like, the Australia Day. So there is, and that is where that snake exists. So there's, like, a really interesting connection. And, again, I want to honor the grief process. But but you can think of, too, this the 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 snake or snake like energy like it's like a snake in the grass like sometimes you don't see it until mm. you're like oh my gosh like you know and and that is also like a highly I believe poisonous snake so it's like this oh, idea Mamba, too sure. yeah of just like being aware of uh, your surroundings in that way um, you know I think that it's it's kind of, it's, it's just one of those years where you're like increasing your awareness. So like yeah. people aren't going to go camping with like just a flashlight, right? You like pack things and yeah, you like get like 
your bear bear spray. So like, I'm not saying like, let's all move to like a farm and like harvest rabbits, but it's like, what is your preparedness around, uh, like your connectedness to the world? Like what, what are you when it comes to the world? Who are you when it comes to the world? Like what, who are you when you, you know, like drive past people who, who need, uh, money or food? Like how, what's that response in your system or, or like, who is that to you in, in relationship to your day? Um, what judgments come up? Uh, yeah. What compassion comes up? Like, I think there's like, it, it, you are stuck in the elevator. <laughs> You're not allowed to be like, I'm getting off on the fifth floor. Bye. Like, well, you have their, to face their it. interaction. Yeah. And that's why is, people, there will, there will be some spin out. There's going to yeah. be drama. But the more that you can accept it and face it, the right. better off you are. I mean, we were just talking about this before, and it actually wasn't in relation to this year, but talking about some of the films, um, and different things that are kind of coming out right now and how, um, Honey Boy, I just watched last night where Shia LaBeouf is talking about his mental, uh, or his addiction, his, his own trauma that stemmed from Mm -hmm. his father's trauma in a really beautiful way of, Hey, this is why people become the way that they do. And it's broken, but here's how to fix. I'm owning it. Right. I'm, I'm processing through it, using his gift, using his, uh, fame or, uh, the haunting at Hill house was an amazing show that was talking about mental health, but also this idea of opening up to it, facing the darkness is the way through. Um, Mm -hmm. there's some really cool stuff going on right now. And it does feel like there are things surfacing where people are starting to process this a little bit more, maybe because it's unearthed and aired out, you know, it can kind of get air into the soil some of the things that bubble up are hard to handle and, and difficult to look at. But then once they're aired out, they can kind of settle and figure out how to, you know, reassemble or how to get nourishing again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes sense to me that it's this kind of, it's an emotional and, and kind of consciousness shift of mm-hmm. what we're focusing on, what means something to us, how we operate energetically in the world around each other, uh, what we value. I think that makes so much sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think that, and I, you know, the, the time for avoidance is over. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) So I will like, I will like terribly compare this to, I was single in Asheville for a very long time. Uh, and like the, it is kind of notoriously known to have avoidant male, uh, um, identifying, uh, it's getting better. It is getting better. It's getting better. It's getting better. Um, and so you're watching more avoidant attachment styles, mm. uh, kind of unable to, you know, they've like boxed themselves in, you know, well, this and, is also and the white male you know, privilege. Kind of they're, on them, it's but, kind of, you know, right. the white male privilege has gotten so they're cornered now, but it's like, well, what are you going to do about it? You have to face right. it. You have to deal with it. Rise up, deal with it, face it, create something else. Right. Come talk about it, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's forcing it is forcing things like a snake that's slithery. You got to pin it to a wall, and then it can really right. I mean, and and like the, the all of those analogies are you can no yeah. longer do things the way you, they've been done. You know, like it's this idea of that doesn't Overhaul. that doesn't work anymore, yeah. and it's not about like well it doesn't work. Bye. It's like okay, no, we what have to reinvent how we look at the world and how we do things. Because I'm like total obvious 
honesty, like, especially in the US, is it fucking working the way we're doing things? Like, to me, it is not working. No. Even the way we have, like, we do, we live in a magical world, right? We have really cool shit, technology, wonderful <laughs> things that are happening. I don't want to, you know, th- these are all the things that are working, but there are a lot, there's a lot that's not working. And I think I will also, say, Also, we don't like, seem to be happy. Most yeah. of us are not happy. The drug problem is huge right now. And not yeah. to say that's directly correlated with unhappiness, but... I would say there's something to be said there. And yeah. we're all angry at each other, pointing fingers, hating each other. I mean, it's just, it's everywhere. And this is the darkness. It feels like that is what the darkness is. The darkness isn't necessarily this demon that's going to, you know, climb into your room at night. It's what, it's the subversiveness of you turning against each other right. and turning against yourself and living in trauma and not healing it's it's that wounding that's just an open gaping wound that's becoming infected it's that's what's happening right i mean and i think i think for a long time we've been like hey your 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 wound is infected hey yeah. like certain people have been like pointing to it and like as a collective we're like oh what wound and we're like that one and they're like what smells bad and we're like it's gangrene now yeah yeah <laughs> Like, Uh, come on. (laughs) Like, we need, you know, there's medicine out there. There are things that we can take. Like, I I think there's a lot of, um, you can't not look at it anymore because it's, it's filling up the room a little bit. Um, and so I, you know, I, I think that people are becoming more aware of it. Um, you know, I have like different theories around what the, the term like awakening in the sense that I think that, Well, it's what you're speaking to around trauma, which is this idea that, like, you know, like, you can think of trauma as we're in trauma or we're in possibility in the sense Mm -hmm. of that um, trauma is something that keeps us in our old patterns. Uh, You know, this is a whole podcast in itself, but uh, there's this idea, too, of, like, coming into the realm of, like, possibility of magic, of moving forward into it, and... This isn't, like, it's not saying, like, okay, get over your trauma, bye. No. And then we're getting into our possibility. Like, it's, it, there's this whole, whole process there. And I think 2020 is kind of like, you in or you out. Yeah. Well, well, we've (laughs) kind of surfaced, you know, we've, we've gotten through, through the call out culture. We've surfaced all these things. Right. You know? And now it's like, okay, now that we are calling them for what they are, what are we going to do about it? How are we going to fix this? How are we going to all start feeling better? And I do feel that um, people that are offering, you know, more intuitive, empathic uh, help, structuring, gifts, uh, downloads are going to be kind of on the rise and may even be bombarded. And this is part of why it's, it's, there is a responsibility to those that are conscious, that knew that it's been infected and it's getting to be gangrene. Um, and I want to own up to that. That is something that's very real mm-hmm. and I want to respect that in myself, but it also is like, you have to put on your mask first. And right. that's what these people like you and I, even we talked about this, we're going to have to work harder to stay more balanced, to be able to handle bigger stuff and yep. help people with more things, more people. So it's also, a, it's a burden on every, I mean, it's a burden, but it also can be, yeah, a rising challenge of like, I can do this. We can all do this. Um, I don't know. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, and like... It's a lot. It's a lot. Exactly. It, it's a lot. But it's, it's great. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, this is a moment <laughs> that everything What a time change. to be alive. Seriously, what a time <laughs> to be alive. I mean, I, saw, I said that when I saw Lion King uh, <laughs> um, a couple years ago, but truly... <laughs> 
It is, you know, I, I, I think that we, we are entering, I, 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 there's only so many ways I can say it, do or die. (laughs) Like it it, it, is, and it's not meant to polarize us. It's not meant to like keep us in opposition. It's meant to, to say, okay, like what, what, how do we want to move forward through all of this as well? Because, you know, like you can't like a, a good example of this too, is like everything that's coming on earth around human trafficking like this is a huge mm-hmm. thing that's becoming on earth it's no longer a that weird quite conversation yeah. yeah and and like people are getting real busted for it people are going to jail for it like there is there's an unearthing happening and i think that that's something that happens behind closed doors it's something that happens you know uh in you know well, it's that's not Ameri- necessarily that's American darkness about. is very under wraps. You yeah. don't even see it. Yeah. It's kind of shady, slimy. Right. You know. But I mean, and but you know, like there has to be a people who are profiting from slash sure. utilizing these <laughs> services. So well, you yeah, know, no, it's time it, to so shut like lights being that put. Yeah, up. you're turning on the lights in those yeah. rooms. Yeah. Um, And like, it's not always pleasant what we see. I think that it's no longer, you know, I would bring that up to certain friends, people and be like, oh, you know, well, human trafficking and people are like, oh, that doesn't really happen. And, and, (laughs) and it's like, well, (laughs) yeah, you no longer can like close the door on certain things. No. Um, and so that can be overwhelming. That's awakening. That's awakening, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also want to say that I, I, or want to urge and throw this perspective in there that we we need to be careful to honor where everyone else is in the process. Yeah. And that's part of what I really believe in and me trying to wake up further and um, help others. But also, we all know you can't teach somebody something by forcing it upon them or right. forcing them into it. You can try to guide them into it, model that for them, but you have to honor where they are in the process. If they're still in their trauma, they're not ready that's their that's their shit. That's their timing. That's like how it works for them. That's their process. You have to honor that, um, and not you know get up in arms if if people are if shit's hitting the fan. It's going right. to happen. I think that's kind of what you know. You're on the highway. You can't help that this person's driving crazy. All you can do is try to get out of the way and make sure that you're safe, right? Yeah. You, and what are you going to do? Flip him off, and then you think that that's going to teach him, <laughs> you know? So it's like... Just it's reinforce just, their beliefs. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So just just throwing that out there that there are going to be some people that are really struggling. There's some people that have a lot of trauma that they have not dealt with, and this is fucking terrifying for them. Yeah. So, you know, please just honor that. Be respectful of that. And this is where it's like... Yeah, pass out flotation devices. Once you feel safe with your own, you've got some more life jackets, <laughs> pass out the life jackets, but only to people that ask. Because yeah. if you're, you know, that's the whole, people are drowning, they drown other people just by you trying to save them. None of that, please. Yeah. You know, people that are ready and waking up or that are looking for tools, all, like, all for it. Go for it. But people that are not asking for tools, you got to leave them alone. you got to yeah. leave them where they are. Yeah, I mean, and, and we're speaking to as well, which I, I know we talked about in another um, podcast, which is resourcing. Like, yeah. some people have access, some people have the finances, some people, you know, sometimes when it comes to trauma, if there isn't, like, the access or the culture around it for them, then then True. there isn't a language for it. Um, and so I think that that's good, too, because it's this 
this developing of a language for everybody. Um, well, and if you to, feel strong enough, please volunteer in the darkest place. This is where we are really needed. Right. If you're able to volunteer in the darkest places where they don't even know that they have the potential to wake up, get out of their trauma, get healing, that's still very needed. I'm not saying don't continue to encourage people to get help. But just be mindful that if people choose not to, that that's their choice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we need more healers, light workers. I don't know what words we want to use in this situation. <laughs> I don't necessarily love either of those personally, but um, people that are people. that are able <laughs> to work in those zones are super needed this year. I would yeah. say. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. And I think you know, I think there's a lot of people who have been studying certain things or like connecting in with different modalities and they're kind of like, you know, getting, getting their practice set up or getting ready or, or they're like, okay, I'm going to do this, this and this. And it's like, okay, now get the website up, go like get, Mm -hmm. get, get everything going. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because, you know... Or Read some Brené Brown books, get yeah. it out, okay? <laughs> go to that therapy program, get that license, um, because, you know, there'll they'll definitely be a lot of um, people that we need to, to be those space holders, yeah. to be in that creation of something new. Because, the, you know, the the... It's like, you know, walking through the fire, you know, or really through the water of 2020. And you think of the element of water can sometimes be really hard to, like, walk through. It depends. Sometimes you have to swim. Like, and and it's harder. Yeah. Yeah, You know, and there could be mud that you're, like, sinking into. Like, there's all kinds of analogies with water. It is not as easy to move through. But, you know, what's harder to move through is earth, is the ground, is, like, this sense of, of... Um, you know, like utilize, utilizing the earth, utilizing those techniques because the, the water is where we're kind of wading through to see, Mm. um, you know, what happens, um, you know, and so that could even be visiting watery places as well. If you're really trying to get into, in touch with those emotions, go with the element of it. Um, you know, I see a lot of like water in readings, like water under the earth. That's really interesting. Mm. Like, I feel like the water, of course, this would make sense to climate change or shifting underneath the earth. Like there's some really interesting elemental things that are happening in response to all of the things that are happening. And we don't know how that's going to end up. We don't know what nature's adjusting towards. Yeah. That adjustment (laughs) is definitely happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what was I going to say? Oh, I, I was going to mention the whole idea of darkness and Shaman Durek, actually. I, I know we both are following him and enjoy him, but his book has been helpful uh, in understanding that darkness isn't bad, like how to face the darkness, right. how to have that courage and understanding um, that it's just a parallel, uh, what is it, energy? The way that he talks about it is very succinct and it makes a lot of sense. But the, the other thing I want to discuss is just this whole idea of duality. It's not dark versus light and good versus right. bad. There's so many different things operating at once, and there's so many different dimensions happening at once. It's just that the darkness has gotten become very strong, mm-hmm. and there is kind of a counterbalancing. I was talking to my mom about this, how uh, it reminded me of like Yellowstone, where they reintroduced the wolves, mm-hmm. and it completely rebalance the ecosystem our ecosystem's thrown off right now in a way that we don't have enough of something and we have too much of something else 
that's a very rudimentary explanation, but you get me. And so yeah. we're kind of, we're having to counterbalance everything, shifting nature, consciousness, energy, all these things are kind of shifting to try to create that balance. And that's what's going on. So I just want to encourage people that obviously trauma work can be scary. A lot of this shadow work can be difficult. Seek out a professional um, or a healer if you feel drawn to that or if you feel overwhelmed, please do. But also just know that it doesn't have to be scary. The whole idea of this year for me is not operating in fear. Like how do you conquer your fear? How do you face your fear? How do you process your fear? Um, So I, I just wanted to kind of bring that up and the image that I've been getting as you're talking with this idea of the dark ocean is the, it's the black Panther that we talk about mm-hmm. quite a bit. <laughs> Beautiful energy of, um, I think it was Joseph Campbell that was talking about like the jungle cat, the Panther, obviously Panther is huge, uh, in many different cultures for this reason and revered and very sacred because it isn't, it isn't afraid of the dark. It's not scared of the unknown. It's its symbology is literally facing the unknown. It's walking through the dark jungle, feeling confident, not knowing what's going to happen. But you still, you've got your mind right, you got your body right, you feel strong, you're cool, you're chill, right? Yeah. So it's that, it's that vibe that I think we kind of need to somehow figure out how to tap into for ourselves of like, I got this. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, yeah, there's a dark room, you turn a flashlight on, you can see better, you feel better. What are those things that you need to kind of do for yourself? What are the visualizations of facing your fears that make you feel like, this is okay. This isn't real. This is what this really is. How do I sort through these emotions? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, I mean, I loved all that, but I, I love the Yellowstone analogy because I think what, what comes up for me around that is that we don't know what to introduce. Yeah. (laughs) Like the wolves were introduced and that like balanced the ecosystem and changed the waterways, everything like that. And right now we're like, okay, what do we need to introduce? Like who is our wolf? But I think nature will force our hand. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that's what this shift in this wave is, is. If we're not reintroducing it ourselves, then, I mean, if you think about Yellowstone, if wolves weren't coming, then the whole ecosystem kind of has to have an overhaul because there's right. too many deer, they're eating too many, da, 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 it goes on and on and on. So then there's some sort of, re- they, nature does it for us. It, that's yeah. what it does. It does it naturally by itself, you know, for eons. Yeah. So that's what's happening. It's just we forget that we're nature too because we get so stuck in our own science and consciousness and whatever else. Like, we're part of all of that. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people are scared that the earth is just going to reject us and kill us all off. I don't feel like that's quite what's happening. Um, we're part of the balance, right? But yeah, yeah I mean, it is, it, we're also part of the imbalance in a big way. Yeah. So what does that look like? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big year. <laughs> it's a big year. It's a big year. Yeah. I think we're good to stop there. Yeah. Maybe. And I was going to say, any final thoughts? The underbelly. I mean, I think the main thing is who is your shadow? Who are yeah. who are you at your deepest, darkest places? And shadow can work you can sit be with incredible. It's so powerful mm-hmm. and strong. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the shadow work I've done, like, she's rad. I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> but, you know, like, she, she, I was like, you're great. Like, it was parts of myself your shadow. that I just, oh, yeah, yeah, had just been like, oh, I'm not like that. You know, I was like, not of me. And so I think that those shadow parts, you know. Oh, I love my shadow. Her name's Esme. And she's (laughs) like, have you seen um, 
Oh my gosh, what is that movie? I need a name Emperor's name. New Groove. Uh huh. And I think her name is something similar to Esme, where she's that like skinny, witchy, crazy woman. <laughs> that's like that's what my shadow looks like. She's like this nice. skinny, like yeah. gaunt, <laughs> sassy bitch. I love it. Nice. Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, I mean, they're wonderful. Yeah. And Shaman Durek does talk a lot about shadow work as well. And and there's a lot of native cultures that um, have a lot of belief around shadow. If you lose your shadow, then you're kind of, you're an Mm -hmm. unstable person. You're not trustworthy. Something's going to happen to you. Um, There's a lot of wisdom in the shadow. And it's something that the more you integrate it, the more that you can feel strong in yourself. And um, the shadow is not scary. It's just part of you. It it just holds things that you're not seeing. It's a reflection that we sometimes don't want to look at. But if we have the strength to do so, it's extremely empowering. And uh, it could be a whole new world. Yep. Cue Aladdin. (laughs) Okay, we're done. (laughs) 